Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Friday, June 26th, and I am joined here by with Mr. Andrew Hansen uh, to talk a little PGA golf and reload and get ready for this weekend. Uh, I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and we are going to give you a, a little podcast here of preparation to uh, start from scratch, as I'm doing, and uh, going for uh, some nice takedowns in the PGA this weekend. So, Andrew, what do you think so far with these? Uh, they're just finishing up the second round as we're uh, completing this podcast. So, let me know if am I going to get my two hundred and fifty grand out of that Millie Maker that you you won? Oh man, we'd probably be right on the doorsteps if it wasn't for Justin Thomas because ah. our value plays were excellent uh, yes. for, the, for the full weekend show back on Wednesday. So I wanted to highlight those right at the top. Uh, I hope some of our listeners played those because uh, we teased it. We said, uh, if you come on in as a member, when we give you our player pool Wednesday night, we're going to share some value plays that we really like. And it turned out that Wesley Bryan at 6,100, he's uh, in the top 20 at seven under. Brian Stewart at 6,100. He's tied for ninth at eight under. And Tyler Duncan, 6,500. He's uh, tied for 26th at six under. So nice. you know, if, you, if you had those guys in your lineup, and you, as long as you could avoid Justin Thomas, uh, and that's what I did not do in my best lineup in the Millie Maker, then uh, you'd be really rolling right now. Yeah, I know. I'm kicking myself as well. I mean, it, it was an odd week in the fact that uh, you know, if you did have some guys you really loved, like a McElroy or, or someone like that that's up there, uh, and you were looking for the value plays, I think you would have been in great shape because we filled in a bunch of really good medium and cheap-priced guys. Uh, it just, at least for me, my some of my guys at the top, specifically Thomas, uh, just didn't make the cut. So, you know, and... I wasn't as upset that Watson didn't make it because he was the highest owned guy. I, I get it, but it would have been nice to fade him in that type of situation. But, you know, what we want to do today is sort of go back over a couple of things that we talked about on Wednesday because I think that helped us both, especially you. You had at least three of those uh, 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 small price guys, and that were some different things, you know, fairway accuracy in some different pieces that we use to build those lineups. So uh, there is some money to be made. There's no doubt. It's, it's uh, you know, the biggest concern right now, though, Andrew, is the weather. Uh, we're looking tomorrow's a 90% chance of thunderstorms starting at about 2 p.m. in the afternoon. And then Sunday, 80% chance of the same thing. So my question to you is you're building this lineup for the weekend do we need to take a little extra uh, heat in, in taking some of those early morning guys that will be off the course before the rain starts? I think it's a wise approach. And it works out well because there's several guys that just made the cut line at four under that I'm interested in for various reasons. So we can go through those guys. But you combine the fact that they're going to be playing early with the fact that they've got that that freedom of, oh, boy, I, I Thankfully, I made the cut. I'm here for the weekend. Now I can play free and easy. Everything else is gravy here and really shoot at, shoot at pins. So it is a nice combination. I do think we should weigh a little bit more heavily towards some of the early tee times 
where we otherwise might not do that. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think that's going to be a big advantage. And, uh, you know, this could be one of those uh, tournaments that get a rain shortage or, you know, who knows. So you want to get some scores on the board. And they, they've proven this week you can go low. I mean, we've seen a, a 60. We've seen some, you know, 62, 63. So you can you can definitely go low here. And there's some of those guys at four, five, and six under uh, that should have their round done before the rain or wind or anything comes in. And uh, I think that's where I'm going to be focusing. And then a couple of the guys up top, you know, that are really sitting there close to to the lead, you know, if if they are able to get it in, uh, you know, there's there are some real strong plays there. You know, one thing I, I wanted to mention, too, is uh, the odds are not up just yet uh, for uh, the updated to win the tournament odds there. They usually come out a little bit after the second round's over. So I, I did just check uh, with our buddies at mybookie.ag, and those are not posted yet. However, uh, we will be discussing and posting those in our Discord. So become a member, jump in. We're uh, dfscoachtalk.com. And remember, you know, if you jump in as a member now, uh, we do not start the clock on that membership until July 30th. So we're standing by what we've said all along throughout this is we're going to ride it out uh, until we have all the sports back. And with baseball on the 24th, NBA on the 30th, uh, we'll be you know going on all cylinders when that clock begins again. So jump in. Obviously, catch Andrew here in his hot streak. Big five grand the other day in uh, KBO, so we're real pumped for that. Uh, we have uh, five games tonight in KBO, by the way, that Shane and I will be uh, jumping on a podcast uh, this evening. So you want to catch that also. All right, let's let's uh, let's start looking at a couple things here now that we know the weather. We know the course, uh, really what, what the course is favoring, how it's playing. They are carving it up, man. They're shooting some scores there. I noticed the, the greens are just running beautifully, just smooth, and guys are able to read putts. And, you know, those PGA guys can, uh, when they're getting a, a real even, smooth uh, roll with the putter, they're they're fantastic. I, I saw a couple guys rolling in 45, and I even saw a 56-foot putt go in. So, good Lord. But... Uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit and, and sort of bounce back and forth. You can cover some more DraftKings pricing. I'll look a little bit more at the FanDuel pricing because that's uh, what we're uh, putting uh, up in Discord with our lineups and our player pools. So there are a few discrepancies, but uh, you know there also are some some solid plays, uh, value plays as well. But right before we jump into that, I want to thank our, our sponsors for bringing this show. Uh, to you today, and it's MyBookie. MyBookie.ag is a place to go for your sports betting and and casino action. Uh, All you have to do is put in the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, and you get 50% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 and a $25 free play. So jump in MyBookie. And there's there's some good bets. Well, I had a sweat going last week, played a couple guys to win it on uh, Friday, and they were right right in it down the stretch on Sunday. So you can get some good odds there. And also TVG. TVG has a big race day tomorrow. 
Belmont, Belmont has uh, six uh, stakes races, and Churchill has, I think, four or five, I'm not, not mistaken. So jump on there, tvg.com, and also you get an exclusive offer there that's not uh, offered anywhere else. You have to go uh, sign up with TVG at dfscoachtalk.com, and you get a risk-free $300 bet, which you cannot beat. All right, man. What's the first word on some good DraftKings value that we can build a lineup around this weekend? All right, yeah. Let's let's talk about some of the guys who just made the cut right on the number since we hit that in the opening, uh, combining with the weather factor. I'm interested in these guys, starting with Sun J M. <clears throat> he finished right on the cut at four under, birdied the last hole to to get to that number, and. Yeah. If you were watching, you saw he really showed some some big time relief on his face. I mean, he was really, you know, demonstrably moving his body and, and showing how excited and relieved he was to make the cut, uh, you know, playing with Sergio and, and kind of communicating with him about that. We know that he is a cut maker. He plays every week basically on the tour. And, you know, he's one of those guys that now that he's in, watch out this weekend. So uh, at eighty nine hundred. Pretty solid price for a guy who um, is great at you know getting in the top 20, and he's won, so um, he could really shoot up the leaderboard. Next on that list is Jason Day. He's one of the guys we were on for the week, just because of that that week long price was too low for a guy that talented. He's at 7,700 now, which is actually uh, a little bit more expensive than he was for the week, I believe. Um, but uh, He's a nice way to get a middle tier guy uh, and allow you to pay up for a stud or two. Brant Snedeker, right on the cut at four under. We know how he can roll it and he can get really hot, really fast, pile up the birdies. So uh, I'll have some interest in him. Ben on is the last guy in this group right on the number. Um, so if he can just uh, get that putter uh, picking up, uh, then he's another guy in the 7K range. Now, the next guy I want to mention is, you know, speaking about going low in the 60 and the 62 this week, Jim Furyk, as we know, shot 58 on this course yeah. back in 2016. And, you know, he's looking more and more comfortable because he opened with a 69, but he shot a 65 today. So, He's hey, getting if in Mickelson the groove. Mickelson can lead the tournament. Why can't Furyk be in there as well? That's right. <laughs> yeah, and he's only 6,500. So, uh, really solid investment there. Uh, another guy in that price range I like is is Emiliano Grio. Uh, he's at seven under. He's only 6,600. There's another guy who's had plenty of uh, plenty of time in the top 10. Um, yeah. He's not scared of the moment. He's coming no. in off of two missed cuts. So. I didn't play him for the week. Kind of wanted to see how he was doing. But 67, 66, uh, and he's got a long way to go to catch up to the leader. So uh, there's one more value play I like. What, what do you think of Phil's chances, speaking of Phil? I just wondered what year, you know, is he going to get ownership this weekend? It, was it a flute couple rounds, or do you think he can hang in there? I know, you know, we talked before the show, you know, he turned 50. That was sort of a big deal. And, uh, man, he showed up the last two days. Yeah, I like his chances a lot. I'm not as interested in playing him on the weekend slate because he's already at the top. 
And, you know, my general approach here is uh, to look at guys who need to really fire at the pins and, you know, shoot up the leaderboard as opposed to managing. And yeah. it's funny, on the Golf Channel, they're actually describing his play today as managing the course, which is really not what you expect out of Phil. No. You, know, you expect him to be wild and crazy, taking big risks, firing at every pin. But he was playing with Bryson, and Bryson was the guy who was just trying to rip the 350-yard-plus drives. And Phil was hitting three woods, you know, happy to go in with a wedge. And, you know, he looks excellent. I think he's feeling good after that 50th birthday celebration. So I, I like his chances a lot to continue to be in the mix and possibly win. I just don't think I'll play him as much uh, because he's already at the top. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that weather factor, too. You know, we got to keep talking about that as well, because I think that's not a bad strategy at all. It'd be nice, you know, to get some of these low rounds in the books as when the course is in the shape it is because if it if it does rain as hard as they're saying tomorrow afternoon you know that's going to have an effect on the course it's going to play a lot longer you know there'll be a lot of things that that bother uh some of these guys in the afternoon that the morning guys don't have to deal with uh, i want to mention a few value guys that we put in our lineups on wednesday uh that that played some good golf wesley bryan uh, you know, has had a solid week. We, you know, we talked about him getting to play with Bubba and that would make Bubba comfortable. Well, let's, let's flip that. Yeah, he, he, Bubba made him comfortable and he made right, the cut. Exactly. So, so Wesley's in there. I thought, you know, uh, you know, he's playing steady for a super value play if you want to uh, put him in there. And then uh, the one guy I got to give you a big uh, shout out to, cause I have not, uh, played this guy ever, and it's Mr. Duncan. Uh, he's played some good golf. Uh, you know, I think, again, another super cheap guy that uh, if he can continue to play the way uh, he has played, and he obviously loves the course, uh, I think he's he's a dangerous guy also. And then the guys I wanted to mention in that four under group, I agree with you on Sun J.M. He's also a guy when he starts rolling the ball, man, look out. Um, another guy that snuck in and made it with a 66 today and he had to get up and down on 18 is your boy, Patrick Reed. No, I didn't, not anymore. I didn't, not my boy. Not, not my boy anymore. Oh, sorry <laughs> about that. Yeah. Well, he's, yeah, he didn't, I didn't think he was going to make the cut, but you know, he's one of those guys. He could definitely put a 61, 62 yeah. on the board. No doubt about it. I think you got to really, uh, keep an eye on him. Um, I'm not quite in his corner yet, but you got to take your hat off to Mr. Jordan Spieth making another cut. He's playing a lot better than he had played last season. Uh, so I'm with you uh, on that side of it with him. And then uh, there's a few more guys. There's your guy, Tyler Duncan, at six under. Again, you know, he did only a 70 today after the 64, but, uh, you know, he looked uh, like he deserved to be out there. And then a couple of guys that I played in all my lineups Wednesday, and they, they really were my better players this week, was I still think uh, uh, Joaquin Neiman is solid, man. He's I just love the way he plays. You know, he should have won that one tournament. We always talk about that with that little two-and-a-half-foot putty miss. But the kid can play, and I just, you know, another guy that has those real low-score capabilities uh, that I think are, are dangerous. 
a guy that you've been on for a couple of weeks now, I want to make my last value mention here, Mark Hubbard. He's at six under as well. And man, he's played a couple of weeks of just really solid, uh, you know, golf in the 60s across the board. So um, those are some of the guys I wanted to mention um, just because of the, you know, when they'll get out on the course and the fact that their pricing uh, is is really good. And I'm going to give just a quick look at some of these guys in the pricing, if you can bear with me, because, I, you know, again, these I think are going to be so pivotal in putting some winning lineups together. You know, everybody's going to have the McElroys and these guys, but it's, you know, Wesley Bryan is only 7,000 on FanDuel and FanDuel is more expensive generally than the DraftKings prices. So that's dirt cheap. Uh, then you've got, uh, just double checking the latest prices of the guys that we mentioned. Um, you know, you do have Mackenzie Hughes who shot that 60. That was sort of unbelievable. He should have had 59, but I'm, I'm not really in his corner. I'm not going to recommend him. Your buddy Mark Hubbard, only uh, 7,800. Uh, I know you mentioned uh, Emiliano uh, Grillo. He's only 7,800. Tyler Duncan, 7,900. I'm telling you, you can't get sub-8,000 guys on Fandle very often that can really uh, help your team. So those... Those are some great plays there. Then you start getting up into those mid-eights with some of the guys. Even Furyk's 8,500, which isn't bad. Phil at 8,700 leading the tournament is going to get a lot of people buying into that. Um, I'm not quite there, but he's going to get a lot of it. Um, You know, On on is only 8,800, I think, is a great price for uh, his ability. And then... uh, I'll stop there because everybody else starts getting a little pricey in the nines and up. And, and you know, last mention, uh, you're going to have Rory McIlroy is the highest priced guy at uh, 11.9, and uh, Bryson is 11.7. Uh, John Rom, your man John Rom at 11.5. And here's the guy, and I'll, I'll let you take back over, but. Here's my wild card guy. First time out this season, Patrick Cantley. If there's ever a guy that could go 62-63 or 61-63, it's Patrick Cantley. That guy can go low. So he's my favorite guy going into the weekend for FanDuel. And I think his price is fair enough. It's almost a full thousand bucks below a couple of those first big dogs. And with some of the value that we're giving you, you can, you know, you can build some other strong plays in there with them. That's a great uh, segue because I wanted to talk about him on DraftKings as well. There's a couple guys who I didn't play for the full week because they hadn't played since the restart. He's one of them, along with Paul Casey. Both of those guys have good course history here. Cantley shot a 60 here as an amateur. So, uh, I was interested in him, but since he hadn't played, I, I wanted to wait and see how he did. But you're right. So steady, 66, 67. He's right back in the groove. Only 9,100 over on DraftKings. So I, I do think that's a great play. Uh, Paul Casey, great course history. You know, started slow, working out the rust with a 69, but he shot 66 today. He's only 8,200. I think he's a solid play. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then let me transition to two of the more expensive guys I like on DraftKings. We've talked a lot about the value plays. Once you get over that 9K range, two guys I'm looking at are Xander Shoffley and Dustin Johnson. They both have had one really strong round so far. Xander opened with a 63. And when he's rolling the putter, um, it just, you know, he, you know, he's just one of those guys with Rory, actually. Uh, it just sometimes you get that feeling that everything they, they hit is going to go in. And that's what he looked like in the first round. Uh, so he's he's lurking there a few shots behind the lead, along with DJ, who had his really strong game, really strong round today with a 64. Um, you know, his price has slowly bumped up. It's much, much more reasonable now at 9,200. But you could get those two guys, maybe even Cantley. And with these value plays we've provided, I think you can build a, a really strong lineup. Yeah, I like the call. And. You know, I hate to belabor the point, but the weather just really is a thing for me. And, you know, my concern, I love Xander Shoffley. He was my key guy last week, and I, I for some reason, talked myself into Tom's over him this week. But, you know, he's in the second-to-last group, so that's a little bit of, a little bit scary. And Rory, who's going to be the highest-owned guy this weekend for sure, is in the third-to-last group. Whereas, you know, if you go down a little bit to the guys we just mentioned, you know, the the Dustin Johnsons, Patrick Cantlay's, uh, those kind of guys might be able to squeeze the round in before the weather. Uh, I, you know, because they're, you know, down like 12, 13 groups uh, down from the top. So you may get a little bit more value uh, out of those guys with the price that they are. Again, because they don't have to get that super late uh, tea time. But I would never, you know, uh, not recommend Shoffley. I mean, he's capable of going as low as anybody. And obviously, you know, the question is, are you going to eat any of the chalk with Rory or is it going to be a complete fade? Yeah, uh, five five lineups. I'm definitely going to play him. A couple of the notes I picked up on today watching the coverage is that he, you know, the back nine, he was a little bit out of sorts with people making noise in the background. Yeah. Guys, you know, driving carts around and uh, he, multiple times he had to back off his shot and tell people to be quiet and he just didn't quite have it. But yeah. again, the way he's rolling the putter in round one um, and he is four shots back. So, you know, other than the weather, uh, I, I do like him a lot, and I, I will certainly have him in at least one lineup, you know, at least 20% of my lineups because, uh, you know, he's when he's hot, he's definitely the top two or three in the world, uh, if not the best. Um, and, I, you know, I like his chances for sure. Yeah. Now, I, you know, I don't know. I, I may roll the dice and – you know, and I hate to say this, but I may fade Rory as much as I think he's probably the best player in the world. I Like I say, I've noticed not just this week, but even last week, he just seems a little bit annoyed a lot. Like he's not really comfortable. I don't think he, he likes the no crowd because you can pick up those other little noises because there's no ambient sound back there of like you'd normally expect. And he's real quirky like that. I think that bothers him. So I just, I may go elsewhere 
and you know save some of that money uh you know with the big price on him i'm going to give one more guy uh and then the rest of it you know you can definitely join us uh in our discord at dfs coach talk because i i will have a full uh fanduel lineup and andrew will uh post his coveted player pool for DraftKings, which everybody's clamoring for on our I notice when I post my FanDuel lineup on there, you know, uh, it sits there for a second. And then Andrew posts his DraftKings player pool and there's these little fire emojis and all this stuff <laughs> under there. So we know who's hot right now. I get yep. it. I get it. But the one more, the guy I'm going to give you is a guy I had 100 percent on on uh, Thursday. I talked about him on the Wednesday show and he has a great history here. In fact, he's won it. Uh, and that's Mark Leishman. I think he is dangerous. Uh, he went 66-65 and didn't really make any giant putts or do anything, chip-ins, no, nothing crazy, just real, real steady. He loves this course. He's dangerous, and uh, I, I'm going to keep I'd keep an eye on him. And uh, price-wise, you know, he's not dirt cheap, but... Uh, I think you can get him at a fairly good price. He's 98 on FanDuel. What is Leishman, if you don't mind me asking, on DraftKings? Because he he's eight for ten in cuts this year. Loves this course. Yeah, he's a he's, birdie machine. He's a good value there. He's only 7,900. Oh my goodness, I'm I'm loading up. <laughs> you know, the, I think the word dangerous is really good for Leishman. He's one of these guys here. Occasionally he'll miss a cut and just sort of seem a little bit out of it, but he's a, you know, multi-time winner. Um, so that, that's a perfect word for him. Well, you know what it is with him? I think he loses interest when he's out of the tournament and can't win it. You know, he's another one of those guys. He doesn't need another penny the rest of his life. And so I think he just, if he doesn't have the, the drive and get real excited when he's in the middle of the pack. So, you know, when, in the fact that he has a legitimate chance here, uh, you know, he's got to make up a few strokes, but he's right there. I mean, you know, he he can post a score tomorrow that puts him, you know, right square in the mix because he's only four out of it. So anyway, that's one guy. And, you know, since I mentioned that I'm loading up, you know, I say that jokingly. We're uh, one thing I wanted to mention, too. We had a couple of folks in our uh, uh, discord today talking about, you know, strategies and you know how can they win more in these contests and this and that and in all of the sports specifically now kbo and pga but you know andrew and i both jumped on it made some mentions andrew actually spoke to our member and and discussed some strategies and uh jp uh, jp jason up in canada came up with a great idea is we've done some really good uh podcasts uh in the, about probably three, four months ago about bankroll management, contest selection, uh, the difference of the sites and how they score and, you know, how they price. And those are really key because, you know, they weren't sports specific. They were overall. So we're going to be posting those in Discord for our members, you know, because you have to go back and look in our library there. But everybody that's listening to this show is welcome to go in there and tap into those. Uh, if you go to YouTube, 
uh, we're DFS Coach Talk, and just look at our library, and you'll see they're called, you know, bankroll management, contest selection strategy, you know, those kinds of things, uh, and they're great uh, not only for, you know, being able to build your stack this next month in PGA and KBO, but they're great refreshers as you start getting ready this next month uh, for for basketball and baseball, and then shortly after football. So. Wanted to make mention of that because uh, I remember, you know, when we finished a couple of those, you and I said, man, those, you know, we got to keep reminding people and ourselves to re-listen, you know, to those. They're all, they're not video, they're all audio. We did audio at that point. But, uh, man, they're important things that you have to remember. And you have to treat this, you can't treat this uh, like, the guy that goes into the casino with 500 bucks in his pocket saying, all right, I know I'm going to lose this. I'm going to have some drinks, have some fun and just blow this money. I mean, people do approach DFS like that. You have to approach a discipline. You got to know what you're going to play. Are you a cash or GPP player? All the different things that go with it. Bankroll management. Don't just go all in if just because you like. I mean, you've got to do those things if you really want to be successful and make money long-term in DFS. And I can't imagine anybody out there says, no, I really don't care if I win or lose. I mean, everybody wants to win money uh, and have fun doing it. It's a lot more fun when you're watching these games and you get that sweat going because you're, you know, coming down to the wire with the $5,000 winner like Andrew, uh, and, you know, you get to, to root that stuff in. But that doesn't happen by accident. There's three things, and I'll mention this, and then we'll, we'll close up uh, the PGA today, is you have to have discipline of, of how you're playing and what you're you're betting because it is you know it's DFS but it's still gambling so you gotta stay in control of how you're managing that that's important. Secondly, you have to know your lane of what you're playing. You know I always stated on here, but it's so important. I'm more of a cash player. I'm gonna look for those three man and five man some heads up. My big money's going in trying to build my bankroll maybe from 600 that night to a thousand and I think that's a fantastic and a great return on your investment whereas Andrew and, and the GPP players are the guys they're gonna look for the take towns like the five grand that Andrew had the other day so he's strategically looking to build maybe five or six lineups sprinkle them in different GPPs and and go with that strategy so you know you gotta understand because if you try to do one or the other that you're not in that lane and you play the wrong wrong contest, it's it's going to blow up on you. Uh, and then the third thing is understanding the difference in the sites because the you know the, the salaries are completely different, the scoring systems are completely different, and people need to see that and just don't take it for granted. I very seldom have the exact same lineup or even pretty close to it on DraftKings and FanDuel, for example where there's eight guys, I may have three different, and that's because of the build of the type of scoring along with the pricing and all those other things that come into play. So, you know, don't just plug and play stuff and, you know, take it for granted. Uh, and again, that's a great reason to become a member because we look at those things specifically. We're posting full FanDuel lineups and a DraftKings player pool. So, we're taking 90% of that work away from you and, you know, coaching you to head it in the right direction with the right players and play the right contests. 
Yeah, great stuff. And I'll give one quick piece of advice from the GPP perspective, especially in this day and age. If you're not used to playing PGA and KBO, then be a little bit more conservative with your bankroll. Save it for when the NBA and Major League Baseball come back. In the meantime, if you're playing GPPs and you have a high risk tolerance and you're going to play multiple lineups and just make a couple pivots, then that's fine. But if you want to play GPPs and you're a little bit more risk averse, one thing you can do is build three or four lineups that are basically completely different, where you don't have out of six golfers, you don't have four or five of them overlap. You know, take these seven or eight value plays we had, you know, take two or three of them and then pair them up with two or three of the higher price guys. And then, you know, Build different approaches with different strategies in mind. It, it's it's a little bit easier to to lay out in baseball, and I'm gonna, I'm going to do that on our Saturday podcast this week and talk about building different lineups with different stacks, uh, different pitchers, and all that. But in terms of the golf, you know, just dial it back a little bit. Um, it's it's a tough sport, a lot of variance, and uh, if you if you haven't had success, then try you know three or four different builds, and hopefully one of them will be the right combination. Absolutely. Um, and again, listen, listen in to the go to YouTube, listen in because we go in depth like about I think like an hour and 20 minutes about the whole nine yards. So definitely worth checking out. Uh, Want to mention real quickly, please follow us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. Uh, I, you can follow me at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Andrew is at Language Olympic, and Shane is at Detroit, no, I'm sorry, D-E-T Sports Shane. I got to remember not to say Detroit because it screws it up when you type it in. So it's D-E-T-S-P-O-R-T-S-S-H-A-N-E. And and then also um, uh, on Instagram, DFS underscore Coach Talk, and uh, certainly you can listen into our podcast, Everywhere Podcasts are found iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, you name it, we are posting every day. Uh, so, you know, if you don't want to look look at our ugly mugs on YouTube, and, and you can certainly listen through all of uh, our different uh, podcast hosts. Um, the other thing real quickly is, um, again, you know, DFS Coach Talk, check us out, check out our website, the great offers with my bookie and TVG are both also posted on our website at dfscoachtalk.com. Take advantage of them. Uh, and then lastly, our uh, charity of choice here at DFS Coach Talk is mambaon3.org, all spelled out, M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. And that is a wonderful charity, charity set up uh, by Vanessa Bryant. So, we have, I have a second podcast coming up a little later this evening. Please tune into that uh, when I'm on there with Sugar Shane, the good luck charm, Sugar Shane. Uh, and we are going to throw down some KBO. And then this weekend, we'll be uh, back in the mix uh, on Saturday, you know, looking also to uh, scoreboard, watch a little golf and uh, give you some more KBO action. So any final words, Mr. Hansen? Yeah, have a great weekend, everybody, and I'll catch you all tomorrow on the Saturday KBO show. Sounds great. And again, we thank you all for listening. We appreciate uh, the time and the confidence you show in us, and we're 
building our listenership every day. So en enjoy it. Please comment. Give us five stars. Subscribe. Specifically hit that little alarm so that it lets you know when our podcasts are posted. And uh, keep listening in and keep winning. So uh, enjoy your Friday evenings, everyone. Uh, we'll be up uh, in Discord in the middle of the night. It's uh, 4, 4 a.m. Eastern start tonight. So I'll have the, the uh, I may just stay up till 2.45 when I jump in Discord. Might be a late night for the old coach. And uh, we'll, we'll make sure and post those uh, changes or if there's any weather issues, uh, make sure we take advantage of all of those. So thanks again for listening in and, and we'll catch you again later tonight and tomorrow as we look to crush it in KBO and PGA DFS.